0: in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Today we've come to witness men and women, girls and boys, declare their faith in Jesus Christ as they are baptized and as they confirm their faith. It's a wonderful occasion for them and for us as we witness their profound declarations and promises, and as we pray for them and encourage them at the, this important moment in their lives. Just as we were um, walking around before the service, Canon and Tricia said, this is such an exciting service. It's so amazing. And I totally agree with her. It's a wonderful moment in um, these people's lives and in the church's life. As disciples as followers of Jesus, how will you stay the course over a lifetime? In the readings today, we see two characteristics that will keep you close to Jesus through the years. The first one is courage. Paul wrote to the church in Philippi, it is my eager expectation and hope that I will not be put to shame in any way, but, by, by that, but that by my speaking with all boldness, Christ will be exalted now as always in my body, whether by life or by death. When Paul wrote this letter to the church in Philippi, he was in prison. He was chained to a guard 24 seven. He had been persecuted, he had been ill-treated, and yet he prays for boldness, for courage to speak about Jesus. Why? Because St. Paul's greatest desire was to exalt Jesus, to worship and honor him with every fiber in his being. Why was he so passionate about Jesus? Because he had encountered Him personally, and was totally transformed by that encounter. One of the privileges of uh, leading this service is I got to read many of the stories that the um, baptism candidates and the confirmands had written about why they were coming forward at this moment. It was an amazing thing to see many of them expressing this encounter with Jesus and a desire to go deeper with him. that's why I follow Jesus too. I encountered him personally and that relationship has grown in prayer and in reading the scriptures each day, each year, each decade of my life. I am so grateful to Jesus for forgiving my sins for healing my brokenness, for filling me with a deep love, for giving me a fulfilled life, for giving me purpose and hope beyond death. Paul loved Jesus so much that he was, um, for him it was more important than any suffering even more important than death itself. He writes, for for to me, living is Christ, and dying is gain. And he prays for boldness, because speaking out can be scary. I heard the story of Nikita Khrushchev, who was a former premier of the Soviet Union under communist rule. And he denounced many of the policies and atrocities of his predecessor, Joseph Stalin. And once when he was censoring Stalin in a public meeting, a heckler shouted out, you were one of Stalin's colleagues. Why didn't you stop him? Who said that? Roared Khrushchev. There was an agonizing silence in the room. Nobody dared move a muscle. And then Khrushchev quietly said, now you know why. Fear can paralyze us from speaking out even good news if we think it is not wanted. Even more so when it's our family and friends. Courage, boldness, bravery speaks up for what is important. For followers of Jesus, it is about loving God and putting him first. It's about following Jesus and loving others the way that he loved them. It is about trusting what he did on the cross to give us forgiveness of sins, new life today, and hope for the future. Some of the best stories of courage are in the Bible. Warriors like Gideon, who battled against a mighty army with just 300 men and one. Leaders like Deborah, who triumphed in the face of attacks against her nation. Prophets like Elijah, who opposed an oppressive regime. And Jeremiah, who was imprisoned for challenging the governing and religious leaders. And of course, Jesus the Son of God, who suffered and died on a Roman cross, bearing the sins of the whole world on his shoulders, triumphing over evil, trusting in his heavenly Father. And after Jesus rose from the dead and sent his spirit, the disciples faced imprisonment and suffering and death with joy. Candidates, you will say promises today I turn to Christ. I repent of my sins. I renounce evil. That takes courage. And the second characteristic that will help you through the years is humility. Jesus tells a challenging parable in Luke chapter 14. And it's all about pride and humility. At a wedding party, don't take the place of honor in case someone more important has been invited the host will say give this person your place then humiliated you will have to take the lowest place you can just imagine the embarrassment instead jesus says sit down at the lowest place so that when your host comes he may say to you friends move up higher and then you will be honored in the presence of all the other guests just after this reading in the next chapter we read these words about Jesus who being in very nature God did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage rather he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death even death On a cross. Jesus, though he was king of the universe, chose humility. So pride is putting yourself first, it's being selfish. It is so unattractive. Humility is not thinking less of yourself, it is thinking of yourself less. Humility is highly attractive. It cannot be switched on. It comes from a life of choices in an otherly direction, to love others, to serve others, to respect others, to dignify others. And it becomes a part of you. I love the story of Lady Diana Cooper, um, who was at a reception in honor of the musician Sir Robert Meyer who was celebrating his 100th birthday. She was old and her eyesight wasn't so good and she fell into a conversation with a friendly woman who seemed to know her very well. Lady Diana didn't recognize her until she peered more closely at these fabulous diamonds that the woman was wearing. She realized she was talking to the queen. She was overcome with embarrassment. She curtsied, she stammered, ma'am, ma'am, I'm so sorry. I didn't recognize you without your crown. The queen replied, it was so much more Sir Robert's evening that I decided to leave it behind. Humility. The inventor, Samuel Morse, who invented probably the earliest phone, the telegraph, and he invented Morse code. Samuel Morse was once asked if he ever encountered situations where he didn't know what to do. He said, more than once, and whenever I could not see my way clearly, I knelt down and prayed to God for light and understanding. Morse, through his life, received many honors for his invention of the telegraph, but he felt undeserving. He said, This I've made a valuable application of electricity, not because I was superior to other people, but solely because God, who meant it for mankind, must reveal it to someone, and he was pleased to reveal it to me. Humility. Humility is recognizing that God is God, He is God Almighty, and we are His creation. We cannot work it out on our own. We need revelation of who God is. It is reading the scriptures to discover more of who he is and who we are in him. It is learning to pray, learning to love and to be loved, to discover deep in our hearts that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. When we put Jesus first, it brings us joy. Joy, J-O-Y, Jesus first, J. Y, yourself, last. And others, O, in between, joy. And that's why today we celebrate Holy Communion together, some for the first time. Because we remember in humility that he died to save us, to free us, to give us new life, to give us new hope. Courage and humility. What a powerful combination. And this is what we are called to live out. But as disciples of Jesus, we are also called to encourage others to grow in these things as well. And the more you encourage others to follow Jesus, the more you'll find yourself growing as a disciple of Jesus too. That's why the Christian community is so important. We need to encourage each other. We need our family and friends who encourage us to follow Jesus in our faith. Pray for these new candidates that they might follow him all the more. And that's why today we pray for the Holy Spirit to fill each person, to empower them, to strengthen them, to embolden them as they follow him. So my brothers and sisters, May you have courage and humility as you grow as a disciple of Jesus each day. Amen.